It's John, a cut above horror review, episode number 60, bringing back some of our friends from Spoils of Horror podcast. Yeah, Stephen and Leo. We're talking about Rock and Roll Nightmare or The Edge of Hell, if you've seen this movie. So uh, thank you guys so much for all the nice reviews that we've gotten on uh, Spotify and iTunes. But yeah, we're ready for episode 60. It's rock and roll nightmare get ready to rock on steven and leo from spoils of horror uh let's get ready to rock are you ready to rock yeah cut my life into pieces Good evening and welcome to A Cut Above Horror Review, a podcast where we review all things horror. I'm your host, Jacqueline, and tonight we'll be discussing Rock and Roll Nightmare from 1987. But before we get into it, let's meet everybody else on the show. First up, I am very, very proud to welcome back, after much too long of a delay, our friends Stephen and Leo from the Spoils of Horror podcast. Welcome back, guys. Thank you so much for having us. We are honored to be back. It, it, it really has been too long. Um, we, we love you guys. We talk about you all the time. And um, we're, we're glad to finally have you back to talk about this wondrous film. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Um, so would you like to tell the listeners a bit about your podcast in case they are um, uncultured enough to not have already started listening to your show? uncultured is the right word uh yeah spoils of horror is a horror movie hangout show where each week we pick a different horror movie that we love or that we hate or that we're just totally indifferent to (laughs) everything from the lost and the popular to the bizarre and we just hang out with the movie we just spend some time cracking jokes talking about the things that we love talking about the memories we have about these movies it's just kind of a sit back relax hang out and have fun with two guys who just absolutely love horror movies. Yeah. If you enjoy the vibe of your buddies in the room while you're talking horror, then this is the show for you. Definitely very true. And I've said this before many times, but I'll say it again. What I love about Spoils of Horror is that you guys have the perfect blend or melange, if you will, <laughs> of shit. Like absolute hilarity. I mean, there have been times when I've been listening to your show in the car that I'm like, I might have to pull over. Because <laughs> uh, I'm not in control of this vehicle, because I've just been laughing so hard at y'all's jokes. Um, but also, like sincere and thoughtful commentary on the films, and um, allowing me to see things in it that I maybe hadn't seen before or hadn't really put together. So I love it. It's it's like one of my top three favorite podcasts out there. So thank you very much. If by see things you that you know that nobody else had seen or you hadn't seen before, you mean like a piece of mail like way back in the background <laughs> that Leo and I have to crack jokes about because of something on the stamp. Yes, that's how idiosyncratic <laughs> we get on this show. But thank you. Seriously, we're huge fans. I I listen to your show every week and just to tell you a funny story, I thought to myself today I looked at my Spotify and I said, "Oh, I wonder what a cut above is going to have tomorrow just for split <laughs> second, forgetting that it was going to be us. <laughs> nice. But that's how um, much I think about you guys. I, we love your show. This after that way you guys were late. You forgot that you were on. Sorry, Leo. What'd you say? <laughs> no, I was saying this is after a whole week of him reminding me not to forget that this was happening. Cause he thought I was going to be the one who didn't know. 
<laughs> uh, well, glad you guys uh, showed up. That's good. <laughs> That's a plus. <laughs> I would have been pretty pissed if you left me just high and dry to cover this movie with these two. Oh, guys just those two? Myself. Well, and we didn't forget. It's because we record like 12 weeks in advance. So we're like, oh, I wonder what they're doing tonight. Oh, wait, us. That's what. <laughs> Yes, they're doing yeah. up tonight. It's perfect. <laughs> so we are not professional like you guys. We don't really edit. Um, we just record the thing and then throw it up. Like, that's it. There's no, um, like, what what happens in the recording stays in the recording, and that's what the listeners get. So I'm um, so sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, it's an incredible show. Oh, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you so much. We're so excited to have you guys back finally. Um, and we've also got Hydraberg as per usual. How you doing, Hydraberg? What's going on, guys? Thanks for coming on. And thanks for the high praise. It's uh, it's really nice to hear that from our number one competitor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I did really enjoy the Piranha episode recently. And one of the oh, things yeah. that Jacqueline missed that you guys have in your show, you um, there's a lot of heart in your show. Yeah, uh, you guys, you could you could feel the the friendship between you guys and just like the effort you put into it and like how much you love these films, even the shitty ones. And then sometimes you will break off into why you've picked a certain film. And sometimes that has like some kind of heart to it or, or a story why it means something to you. So I really like that part about your podcast. Thank you. Thank yes, you. I was remiss not to say that. But Hydraberg, you're absolutely right. And uh, welcome back to a cuck above. <laughs> Yay. No, no, it's a cup above. We're discussing coffee here. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was the drink he tasted like. What is your coffee flavor? Uh, it's a melange of flavors. <laughs> <laughs> and let's not forget our good friend, John. How you Ooh, doing, John? What? Yes. Oh, yeah. A cup above for a review. <laughs> By the way, I had a big problem with that when you guys did our, uh, our one year a- anniversary, but made me laugh so much a cuck above uh steven and leo thank you guys so much uh last episode i said i had a little crush on uh leo and then uh Heidelberg brought up that i wonder if he's gonna bring wine again but leo you did not you brought something else with you right i did i i brought a very tasty jack daniels tennessee apple cider mm. which is dangerous because it tastes like apple cider so mm. you drink a lot of it, and then it kicks your ass on the background. So, and by the way, this is going to be the longest episode we've ever done, even though this movie's like an hour and twenty six minutes or whatever. So, you got to take a shot every time we say "rock and roll." Done. Sounds good. Rock and roll. <laughs> you start already. Damn it! Oh lord. <laughs> uh, Stephen, Leo, guys, thank you so much for coming back, man. Uh, I do love your guys' episode. Uh, <clears throat> like these guys said, you guys have some heart to this because you bring up like uh, like personal stories of what you loved about this movie. Uh, uh, Steven, you talked about uh, your dad bringing you into Friday the 13th, which is mm-hmm. your most recent episode, and it was fantastic. So go listen to him, follow him. Love you guys. Appreciate you. Well, thank you very much. See, We're very happy to be here. Steven gets a heartfelt family thing, and all I do is spend a month talking about the girls I have crushes on. So. <laughs> Leo, you're in good company. You and I can be the Blanche Devereaux of this show. It's something for everybody. <laughs> there is. Why oh, you have so many listeners? Yeah. That's true. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like these guys, they really share of themselves and um, you really get to know them as people throughout the show. I don't know. I'm talking about you like you're not here. People get to know you 
<laughs> your show. Sorry. Steven always know. talks about me like I'm out there, even though we're doing this show together. So, yep. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get this show going, shall we? You bet. Mm. All right. Um, John, I believe you have a shit ton of horror news to share with us today. Shall we get started on that? Yes, all thanks to Hydraberg. Terrifier 2 trailer is coming out tomorrow. Yes, yes. It's in the bag. It's oh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, God. Yes. That, the teaser looked pretty good, actually. Yeah. Wild. I'm yeah, unreasonably I, I excited blown. for this. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was blown away by that trailer. I thought it looked great. The, mm-hmm. the teaser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, they- and the other big. Sorry, John, go ahead. I don't want to step no, I'm on just me. saying the official trailer is coming out tomorrow, so it's going to give us a little bit more of what Art the Clown does. But from from what I read, that it's going to be a little more uh, less funny and more horrific, I guess. Okay. Was it that much funny in the first one? Because I don't remember that. But, uh, it was a little funny. I mean, it was, uh, it, it was the same as Terrifier. Fair enough. Uh, without you the didn't tra- think... Without you didn't think bag. you didn't think skinning someone and wearing their tits was hilarious. Oh, it was uh, I, I wouldn't label that as hilarious, but there was definitely <laughs> a reaction. Yes. <laughs> yes. What what excites me about this is that I heard that the director took the criticism of the first movie to heart yeah. when he wrote the next script. And it was actually some of the same criticism I heard both on your show and on our show. Mm. So that there was no like through line, that there was no like story. So I'm I'm like way too excited for this movie we're both very i can respect that yeah well the other thing that i'm excited about with that is i heard just today that another part of the announcement is that not only is it going to be released on streaming on um screenbox it's also getting a theatrical release which we didn't know before so my ass will be in that theater seat there you go i got a story about that later but um i'm just gonna sit on a tricycle when i watch it (laughs) That and a trash bag, right? Now I'm going to eat my snacks out of a trash bag. (laughs) (laughs) Pull out a knife and like cut an orange. And And then when like people look over at me, I'm just going to wave at them all weird. Like, like (laughs) with the top hat on the black dot on your nose. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to give all the credit in the world to Hydroberg because he gave me all the news this week. Uh, The Last of Us. I guess it's a video game. Yeah, it is. You guessed right. It's yeah. One of the best video games ever. Uh, it's coming to HBO Max as a feature length movie. No, uh, no, series. Huh? Or a series. series. Yeah, I'm sorry. Wow. And they showed like a teaser for it yesterday. And yep. then that. It's got uh, Pedro Pascal in it. And I can't remember the actress, but it's the little girl who played uh, Mormont, Lady Mormont. And oh, no kidding. yeah, she's playing um, Elliot. Wow. Yeah, it looks pretty good. You guys played the cool. games? I have. Yeah. Yeah. I've been I love them. They're so good. I, yeah, I have no words. I'm like, I've they're, John, they're, um, <laughs> they're the type of games that really kind of, uh, like, I don't know. They kind of bleed over between game and, and film. Well, the uh, last, last game I've ever played was, uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Okay. I thought you were going to say like Pac-Man or Frogger or something. Yeah, I didn't expect it. Hold on. What? I'm that old. <laughs> I think you say you play the game that's based in California. <laughs> oh, the love affair is over. 
Sorry, Leo, get off the show. By the way, I don't like. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind mature people. I'm just saying. <laughs> I have nothing to add here. The last video guy video game I played was like Super Mario Brothers on original NES. So yeah. classic. Sweet. Good job. That's all I got. Oh wow! Uh, and again. Hydraberg, thank you so much for the news. Regal Cinemas may be filing Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Ooh. Is Chapter 11 the we have to close forever or we're going to reorganize and see what happens? Reorganize. Yeah, Chapter 13, I think, is the we're closing forever. I can never remember which one is which. Well, I have my unlimited pass through Regal and I've seen like over 20 films this year with that. So I'm sort of wondering, should I renew it now? Yeah. You're well, probably the one to put them out. Huh? You're probably the one to put them out of business. Hey, they sold the thing. I bought it. I don't know what's time. Yeah, right. <laughs> if only they'd had 19 more tickets. <laughs> I sneak I sneak my snacks in too. I don't buy those fucking Hydraberg, you're part of the oh, problem. The fuck that, that, was that. Oh, that was it. Unbelievable. That was it. Out of waters. That's it. Hydraberg, I support you. I do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I am shocked. If you got a problem with it, don't hire a fourteen-year-old to check my ticket. He's had enough balls to tell me that he can't bring a water in. <laughs> you, you heard "Return of the Living Dead," man. I'm a punk rocker at heart. Fight the power. Yeah, remember back in the day they used to have like security. Like they totally would not let you walk in with any food. Right now, they like, search your bags and shit. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I used to sneak McDonald's in there just to piss him off. I used to go movie hopping with a family friend. He was he was <laughs> diabetic. He was an older guy. He had this whole. He would look in the newspaper. And he'd be like, all right, these two films are playing back to back, like close enough that we can sneak from here. We'll use the bathroom and then go into this theater. And he nice. taught me how to movie hop. I did. And we wonder why movies. the theaters are filing for bank. These are oh, good yeah. memories about movies. I know, but this is <laughs> Jacqueline. This is way, 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 way back before. they. Yeah, we know. would go in with this is when you pick your movies from a newspaper. And you also, I remember time those time. this is before yeah. movie phone. Right. And and so oh, like, phone. Why don't yeah. you just tell me the name of the movie like to say? But no, he would. Uh, and then we'd go in with like big gulps and he would just tell them, like, look, I'm diabetic. Like, I need some. I need this banana, you know, in case my blood sugar goes down. <laughs> and they were like, oh, OK, sir. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Let us in. No, buy our snow caps. Right. <laughs> yeah. And they go do- into a diabetic coma. There you go. Mm. Um, and you can sue the cinema and then be filing bankruptcy. So there you are. Right. Uh, anyway, you go about it. We end up at the same point. Full but- circle. Exactly. Uh, Slipknot fans out there? No. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a video they just released called Yen. It was actually pretty dope. I watched the whole video. That that that's it for news. Oh, I was expecting a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said there was Most a shit time. Expect a lot more out of Slipknot. Just saying. I, no, <laughs> he thought I, that was. I watched he thought that was going to be a big conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that we had like some Slipknot fans out there, but no. Apparently. Okay, yeah, what if I say yes? I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. Yeah. Big fanboy here. Check out the video again. It was fun. Is it horror related? <laughs> it is. A- absolutely. Okay. It's like a cult. Like following a cult thing. Um, Corey Taylor just... It, it, He's really leaning into this horror genre thing, like uh, as a director, as an actor, whatever it is. Yeah, I think he uh, I think he loves horror. Oh, well, that brings me to a question, because I keep seeing The weekend 
in like horror related things like he was recently on the cover of Fangoria and there's going to be a house dedicated to the weekend at Halloween Horror Nights um, this year so I'm what like what the fuck is up with the weekend and horror like what am I missing here does anybody know the only thing I could think of is he like with his music videos he likes to do very cinematic like film inspired videos sometimes okay and so I'm just wondering if he's been working with somebody who maybe he had the idea to like hey I want to like dip into horror a little bit or maybe he likes horror he's just never really done videos based on that but what's in uh, there was a movie that he was like a DJ where it, it, maybe it was an anthology or something like that where he's he an uncut gems as himself no it wasn't that it was something- I'm sure that's what the, the the haunted house will be about guy who really likes to gamble yes okay well, I we'll see. I guess I'm, I don't. I, I don't get the horror cred, but maybe I need to watch Neither his I, uh, videos. So, yeah, the video is called Yen, but it was actually really cool because it was kind of a cult thing, and uh, you saw Corey as normal person, and then he turned into the singer Corey Taylor or Slipknot One or whatever it was. So it was like Montana. Montana? Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> oh, he came in like a wrecking ball, you're saying? <laughs> oh, thank you. You got to it first. <laughs> like a wrecking ball. Whoa. Oh, my God. It was actually on. <laughs> I think we can just end the podcast now. Like, that's the high point. I just... Oh, it's your weekly horror news. Good night, <laughs> everybody. ended with Hannah Montana. Yeah. <laughs> Most things end with her. <laughs> oh my god leo <laughs> <laughs> who would see who would love to see Milo like get killed in a horror movie i mean just, like she does that and she gets like her head i would like that, that oh, would, like, i don't know why she like hasn't the, done it yet the first kill in the new scream movie oh my go. god that's a that good idea work. Uh, yeah that's what got drew barrymore her career back yep yeah 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 yep. yeah all right all Great. right so that is the end of the tons of news yes it was. <laughs> I was trying to forego. There was some heavy, there were some good stories. There were were good, but he made it sound like there were going to be 10 stories. Maybe he figured most of us played video games. No, we were just trying to forego this because, Jacqueline, you picked this movie. Why did you pick um, this? I'd like to offer a correction. I think she had some help. Yeah. There was a little potting going on with this pick. There may have been some other things happening in the back channels. (laughs) Yeah. Why don't you fellas? Why don't you fellas go ahead and explain? Uh, so, oh, go ahead, Leo. Well, I was just going to say, uh, Stephen came to me saying these guys are really excited to have us back. I said that's fantastic. What will we bring them? And he said, let's go through our catalog. And before I could get too far into it, he said, wait, wait, I have the perfect choice. I knew this was a spoils of horror pick. I could <laughs> <tell>. <laughs> so really? Yeah. So this yeah. was originally going to be on our show. And then when we had our, our technical explosion, we had to rearrange our schedule. And this was something that got bumped. So Leo and I had already had a lot of conversations. Damn about it. Burial ground. <laughs> yes, it was <laughs> burial ground. The cursed film that destroyed us almost. Thank but God you re-recorded it, though. I, it's one of my you favorite did. episodes. It's a great episode. Um, but then so that happened. So then, you know, Jacqueline reached out, said, we'd love to have you guys on again and uh, told me we discussed some different things that we were thinking. And then 
Jacqueline and I were being way too nice to one another because we were both, we were both like, no, your movie. And then it was like, no, your movie when we were going back and forth. So we have uh, come to a, a contractual agreement that we will be covering something else with you guys in a few months. Yes. So, which we will leave secret for now. Yeah. So in order to cover rock and roll nightmare uh, for this week, what? Yeah, that too. Um, I, I made him promise that they would come back for this other episode that I had in mind a few months down the road. So, yes. So this was not actually my pick. I got the feeling that you guys were kind of pissed at me today, but um, I didn't uh, take it upon myself to disillusion you just yet. I could tell because we don't normally uh, we don't really normally cover elevated horror like Rock and Roll Nightmare, <laughs> a.k.a. the edge of hell. But, you know, we, we, yeah. we come along with stuff like allegoria, you know, like pretty, pretty lowbrow type stuff. But or things, you know, yeah, thanks, killing or or intercessor, which is actually the sequel to this movie. Yeah, this movie has a sequel, like, which we're covering next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I changed my pick from ne- from what I wanted to intercessor. But I, I do want to just say the reason that this was so perfect for you guys is I said to Leo and, and he'll, he'll back me up on this. I said, they are such a smart show and I'm, I'm such a big fan. Your session nine episode was amazing. And uh, I want to bring them the dumbest thing that I can possibly find. <laughs> it's a good balance. It's a nice contrast. <laughs> well, so Stephen told me this when we were messaging and I said, you know what? Good. Let's do that because I need more trash in my life. So Thank you, Stephen and Leo, for giving us this extra dose of trash that I think we so desperately need. You know she needs more trash in her life because she invited us back on the show. (laughs) Oh, Bazinga. (laughs) She has said, too, like, we're covering a lot of high-end movies. We might need some, like, more lowbrow. Yeah, yeah. So that is why I, in quotation marks, chose (laughs) this film. So... That's it. All right, guys. Let's decide if it fucks or sucks. You go, Jacqueline. You picked it. I will defer to our esteemed guests. Uh, Leo, would you like to kick us off? I wish he didn't pick it. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't. Whoa. <laughs> uh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, this movie was high on the suck list for many a year with me until I rewatched it and realized there's a different way to look at it. And I'm not going to say that it Veer goggles, but it's at least um, it's a lay you won't regret. Okay. You won't do it twice, but you won't regret it. A flaccid fuck. There you go. Okay. Steven, how about you? Yeah, I'm definitely going to go with the flaccid fuck, but I'm going to put a little asterisk. It is a flaccid fuck when your girlfriend, and if you've seen this movie, you know what I'm talking about, is literally begging you to have sex throughout the movie. <laughs> this movie is filled with the brim to the brim with women begging their boyfriends to have sex with them. <laughs> so, oh, man. pretty fucking Definitely written classic. by a man. These poor, <laughs> poor, poor needy women. Goodness gracious. Yep. I mean, it was the 80s. It's a sad story, really. It's a tragedy. I, I felt a lot of that for <laughs> Jacqueline, you picked this movie. You go next. I picked this movie. Um, I, so I mean, there is nothing about this movie that is like well crafted. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so on a technical level, I have to say it absolutely sucks, but sorry, but Thor's hair is well-crafted. I don't know. <laughs> it is well-crafted. <laughs> yep. That is the one thing in this film that is well-crafted, but I have to say this film sort of opens up like a paradoxical universe because while it does indeed suck, it is so entertaining and amusing and on so many levels that I have to say it also fucks. So I'm going to say it sucks and fucks. This is just a slutty little movie. <laughs> John. Oh boy. If you ever seen the uh, He-Man cartoon, because <laughs> that's what this reminded me of. It's a very, very flaccid fuck. Okay. All right. So when you think he man, you think flaccid fuck? Uh, no, I, I'm I'm going to it later. <laughs> like he man. Just curious about your childhood now, John. No, he's got Skeletor's voice in his head when he's uh, self-loving. Okay. Yeah. That's oh. exactly. But the Skeletor was in this movie, so was he man. So sad. Yeah, a little bit, right? We'll get right. there. We'll get there. He man. Hydraberg. What's the word? Uh, bird is the word. Um, this this film's tricky. I enjoyed parts of it like a good fuck, and I got some good laughs. Um, I also found some of it like cheap and cheesy, but I don't know. Those things work in the right setting, like we've said, it, to enjoy a film like this. And so for me, this is definitely like a slightly flaccid fuck. Uh, there's definitely parts of it like you know, you know, it's bad, but it's good. Mm. Yeah, this is my first time watching this film too. Me too. I've never heard of this movie. Yeah, I sort of wish I did it with a group of people. Ever drinking? I assume John that you had seen this. I have never seen this movie. Why should be a great Joe Bob pick? Uh, Well, so John and I have had a couple conversations about some really, really, really obscure movies. I know that you've seen Killer Workout, which we covered. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, which is a pretty terrible movie. So I that though. And and from your work previously on your other podcast, I assumed that you had maybe seen this. Nope. Never. Wow. Never wow. heard of it. <laughs> All right. The, name of it, the edge of hell. Mm. I have a minor <laughs> trivia note about that, but I'll save it. All right. Okay. Well, John. Would you care yes. to drop the spoiler warning so we can get into all the details? Yeah, we're going to talk about Rock and Roll Nightmare from 1987 in its entirety. If you have not seen this movie, pause the podcast, go watch it, and then uh, find out what we thought about it. All right. Hydraberg, please tell me you have a reach around for this movie. Oh, my God. I do. <laughs> Hold on. I need to, like, settle in for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Hold a deep on. breath. <laughs> Ready? I'm ready. A tale about an epic man who drives around in his bitchin' band, a chariot to transport his band, to rock across this rockless land, and fill the air with horny hands, hands that pluck and strum the bass, a drummer with Australian tastes. As groupies flock upon the house, a possessed manager frees bosoms from within their blouse. A band like this (laughs) deserves the babes and all that comes with wealth and fame. But first survived Beelzebub's game. Our hero shows why he's the best, with armored groin and massive chest. As he transforms, he has to flex. <laughs> this film is filled with awkward sex. But Triton is and remains the best, and beats the evil with a dance. His biceps put it in a trance. This demon never stood a chance. 
This battle is one for the history pages. A sound that is the rock of ages. Yay. Yes. You're not supposed to laugh during my, my reach arounds, guys. Come on, be All professional. Right. Sorry. It was very professional oh, laugh. I promise. It was, yes. I don't know what there's to laugh about with this film or my reach around. It was all very well done and professional written. There was a lot of heart in it. Yeah. Hyderberg, <laughs> your reach around was written like 10 times better than the screenplay for the movie. Yeah, but I, I agree with you. There was a lot of hard in this. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought the opening to this film was fantastic. And I, the, the music was very, the opening music was very intense, I thought. Just to get us going. There okay. was a lot of musical the farm or the 25 minutes of a guy driving down a road. Exactly. All right. So I have that. That's in my notes. You just skipped ahead, but that's fine for me. Like, what, like what a bitchin' van, though. It, it was pretty bitchin'. So bitchin'. Okay. So, so the, the, um, yeah, the, the license plate said Ontario, but USA number one. That's... It said Ducker. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what like, Ducker is supposed to mean, but that's what it's it probably a Canadian thing. Maybe. But I just thought the, the the van literally I timed it. I actually rewound it. It's 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 a five minute sec, uh, sequence of just van <laughs> van cuts, like 20 different angles of the van. Yeah, well, occasionally right there's a view of the house. Occasionally there's yeah, a view they of cut the to the house and then back to the van. It's literally Dog the Bounty Hunter driving around in his Ducker van <laughs> with the longest establishing shot in Hollywood history. And there's this audio that's playing underneath it. That's like this chorus that's going, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. it's like it's like they could only buy half of them. Like it was like they only could get like half of the choir or they like, were only allowed like five seconds. Like part of the omen. It was. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it was like the outtakes from the, the choir from the omen. It's like the stuff that was left no. on the cutting room floor. The yeah, it was like trademarks. So they could only use five seconds. <laughs> there was Which is so actually. There's a scene later where they use like it sounds like the exorcists. That's uh, what I thought. Uh, it, when the guppies get to the house, it was like like a mix between the exorcist, yeah. the omen, and uh, like phantasm a little bit. Right? Mm -hmm. So I even wrote like, how bitching of a van is that? That like, how fitting that the band looks like they should be on this painted on the side of a van, and they happen to be rolling around in a badass van. Like it's just this film is very layered. Oh, yes. you can tell like there's Very a lot textured. going on. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to disrespect your opinion, but I saw a more badass van in Pixar's Onward than I did in. This movie, so. Well, that was badass too. Dude, this this van was pretty badass. This is during a time where vans were the thing. Like that is true. Fans. You're right about that. You you really have to fall in love with this van because it's all you have for about fifty about five minutes of this movie because it's just like rolling hills and this van going up and down and up and down and it's it's comes after this you know i don't want to say it's like a great opening but a, a fun opening with a with a this family getting attacked and then it just slows the fuck down yeah it does so it might be a good time yeah, for me nice to, to inject a little tarman zombie sorry go ahead leo Oh, no, I'm no, saying say... it's nice to see the Tarman zombie from Return of the Living Dead made a cameo in the movie. The one that came yeah, the at the very beginning <laughs> in out of the freaking stove. And it was like, yeah. yeah, they got Zool in the refrigerator attacking the mom. They got the Tarman coming out of the stove for the dad. Right. Meanwhile, he's screaming because she left the eggs on the oven, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. And that guy runs down. He doesn't run down with a whole lot of like chutzpah to go and like, <laughs> save his wife. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid he's, just he's, sits there. Go ahead. 
the creepy kid. He's just sitting there. Yeah. yeah. Didn't care. Yeah. No, he yells at his mom. Okay, mom, I'll be right down. And there was just like this whole screaming thing. And it was like, he didn't respond until the dad came down. And then, you know, he got taken into the stove, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, the kid watches it all happen. And he sits there for like a few seconds and kind of takes it all in. And then he starts screaming. Just like- Which adds zero to the whole story of like, you know, what's going on in this house? It, it was just like, okay, so this family did this. And then. They're coming. Alice, Alice Cooper was there, by the way. No, it was Alice Blooper. 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 Yes. But and Bob Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. My, two of my favorite. <laughs> oh, I love Bob Stewart. Yeah, and Alice Blooper. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, anyway, it might be a good time to mention about the van. I do have a minor trivia point about that. It says the film originally came in 10 minutes short of its required running time. I don't know, required by who? Did they the filmed studio, five I minutes guess? of the van. Yeah, so director John Fasano and star John Michael Thor filmed sequences of John Triton just driving the band in the van to the farm. Hence, yeah. the prolonged opening shots of the van driving. I knew that was fucking new. Driving around in my van. What? But like, would it? Like, what's the problem with having a seventy-six minute movie that still counts as a feature That's, film? Like, who's uh, requiring that it's eighty-six minutes? So this guy's real last name was Thor. I doubt no, that his was first his real Thor. last name. No, his that last name was Thor. I'm sure that that is not his given name at birth. Yeah, yeah. His first name, I think, is like is John Michael. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. But Michael is spelled really weird. He's also yeah. the writer of this film. M i k a l a or whatever. No, it's M i k l. Yeah, this movie has one of my favorite signatures of a great movie when it says starring John McHale Thor and like write, written by, edited by, like catering provided by, <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. So, did, <clears throat> so did the ending when I was like six years old watching a He-Man cartoon of like, I'll get you next time, He-Man. <laughs> oh, no, no. You, you made him way too low in the octave. I'll, I'll get, get you next time, time He-Man. He-Man. That's exactly right. It, and that's what it was. It, and this guy's last name was Thor. And, and sorry. I like the uh, evil dead shot in the beginning of like the evil coming through the house, but it was like roaming the house through the perspective of a cat. Yeah. Jumping on the mouse. Jumping on the top of the couch and then down around under things. Yeah. Yeah, It was like a low to the ground. If by evil you mean uh, mutated severed penis, then yes. (laughs) Thank you. No, that's where they got the idea for the minions. (laughs) Yeah, it was. So there's one in the end when it's smoking a cigarette and it looks like Beaker from the Muppets. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, there's these like little, uh, you know, these little like Penis creatures. Monsters, movie. I, I love the one that has a switchblade. Like, why does yeah, it yeah. like. <laughs> they were like. Kind of itself, they had their own personality. One yeah. of them was drinking. I wanted to have a little leather jacket, too. Yeah. <laughs> Go all the way. I even wrote down, I, I literally, it's funny, Leo, because I wrote down, like, what is that that spit in Phil's cup? Uh, is oh. that a penis monster? <laughs> that's what I wrote. That's literally what I wrote they in my notes. They couldn't even get it to spit. They penis had to, like, shake it to get, like, the little droplet of spit to fall. No, no, they were just, they were just from the bottom. They were just. Yeah, it's like some pre-cum just coming out of it or something. I don't know. I, I don't think that was pre-cum. I have a question. <laughs> I've seen this movie a couple times. Do they ever drink the cup? Like, yeah, so. Yeah, Phil picks it up. Okay. And he picks it up, and he has, like, this very kind of, st- like, stagey like fake acting like improv class Ooh, kind of like that? he takes a tiny sip and he goes mm, and then just like he keeps drinking it, it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, so well. the, the same acting that everyone up. had in this movie 
Yes. Actually, it's probably the best acting in the whole movie. Actually, I think Thor is the best actor in this film. I agree. He's very I think intense. the little Beaker Muppet was the best acting in the movie. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of uh, what we call in the acting business indicating, which is where <laughs> like, you know, like every time. So so again, for those of you uh, listening who haven't seen this, there's a lot of scenes where the their girlfriends, this is band's girlfriends will like be like, hey, let's go have sex. And the guys will turn them down. And so and then the women will like feel like puff out their bottom lip. And they'll and they'll sort of like cross their hands and be like, OK, so there's a lot of a lot of indicating. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. I can put a quick interjection here to all the men listening, if you watch this movie, it's a great example of how to get your goddamn priorities straight. Yeah. Because these women begging the way they were for your uh, sexual attention and to have you go. No, I need to go write some music or no, I need to take a nap. You need to take a fucking moment and step back and realize what's in front of you. I'm really pooped right now. I need to take a nap. And these are hot band, women. Band driving's really tired me out. <laughs> so we got to bring up something that we always bring up on the show is Rob Zombie. Um, oh, you were the first one to do it. All right. So, so at the beginning of the movie, it's like there's this um, voice voiceover under the music, but it was like so much higher. But I couldn't understand what they hey, were. I had an issue with some of the audio. Yeah. I have an issue with this film only being available in, in standard definition, which I think oh, is the audio being. You well, needed to see adds, this film in high definition. Yeah, I want to see everything. I have a 4K it. TV. I want to see everything huge and big on my TV. Every crevice and wrinkle of the. I want to see every rippling muscle. At there the was a white. His, every piece Thor's of biceps. Thor's hair. Yeah, yeah. I want to see all of it. But no, seriously, because that also adds to the crappy uh, audio. There was a white Ford Bronco in there, and I thought O.J. Simpson. <laughs> oh my god these guys I all mean, got to the farm and i thought it was either the a music video for striper or another episode of the lost boys yeah exactly I don't well know. and about the house they all kept talking about the house like it was some kind of like dump it looked like a normal middle class at least home like suburban home to me i was it like remind me of the house like from the farm that, or that a dump. movie things Mm-mm. so was the manager a Harbinger of this movie, the manager. I, I forgot his name. Are you talking about the agent, Charlie or Carl? He was the Carl? So uh, Phil is the manager. Phil is the manager, yeah. Yeah. He's so, the one who's like with them for most of the movie. I don't think he was oh, a harbinger. I think if anything, it was Carl, the realtor. Yeah. Or whatever. yeah. He was like, wait and see. He was oh, the yeah, harbinger, the said, right? Yeah. Okay. I thought so. He was like, You're going to Camp Blood, ain't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I like it. Are you talking about the guy who was like, oh, yeah, I'll give you the keys in a minute. But first, let me tell you about Bob yeah, Stewart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what the fuck with that guy? Because literally added nothing to this. Like, I was, I was, I so, remember it twice listening to what he was saying. He's like, oh, there's a room upstairs. And oh, uh, OJ Simpson stayed out in the garage. And oh, this guy was buried in the backyard. But nothing about a threat or a death curse or a warning. And no. then the guy gets the keys and walks away and he goes, well, you'll learn. I think. I was was struggling to decipher this. I think it was supposed to be comedy. Yeah. I think it was supposed to be like a because he kept getting the names wrong of the, Uh you know, of the other singers that had been there. Like Elise Cooper or whatever it was. Right. Yeah. Blooper. Alice Blooper. Yeah. But I have a question. The other guy kept trying to get the key. He was just like, yeah, okay. Can I get the key? Can I get the key? 
So I have a question about this house. So this house, they, you're right, Jacqueline. I noticed the same thing. I was like, it looks great on the inside. It looks incredible. You know, the barn is like a place where people have weddings and shit. Um, but the, but they say that nobody's been in there for 10 years, but it looks exactly the same as it did when those three people died in the earlier scene. And then they use the ghost of the same kid later on for something 10 years later that, that none of these people would have ever known about. Steven, There's... are you saying that you expected this film to have like a logical and consistent timeline? <laughs> Where's the continuity? Uh, they had to pay extra for that, buddy. That's not going to happen in this film. <laughs> no, they were too busy with all those van shots. <laughs> and, and you know what have been? You know what would have been a nice if there was continuity to Stig's fucking accent? And if it oh, stayed don't either it Australian or English. I don't know which one it was because it's the shittiest fucking Australian accent I've ever heard. It's, it's the shittiest so accent ever. And by ever. the way, there's a moment later on when he gets... He drops it. Possessed or whatever. Yes! He doesn't yes! have it on and it's nobody gone. notices. No, nobody says a word. It's gone. Yeah. At first, I'm like, oh, he's Australian, a really bad one. And then next thing I know, I'm like, no, wait, he's English, I guess, maybe. No, he's an idiot well, is what he yeah. is. <laughs> I well, can't because... imagine that there was an audition and they were like, we need somebody who could do an Australian accent. And this is the guy they chose. He's like, good day, mate. <laughs> that means he was the, the best. Barbie, eh? That's my that point. Means he was the best out of everybody who auditioned. Yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> It well, was a rainy day that the day that they held those auditions. <laughs> what happened the guy from the Jersey storm outside? The Australian accent. It should work out fine. I may have fell asleep, but what happened to the four groupies? They, they left. Died. They were horrified well, that um, no, that, Phil brought them to the basement. Oh, they yeah, they were in the basement. No, they no, they they walked outside. They walked yeah, outside. They oh. left because sure. Phil was like, "Show me your breasts," and they were like, "This isn't what we expected." He's and like, "Yeah, pull your your bosoms out of." I thought everyone got bosom. killed and everyone that died turned into a little penis monster. Yeah, no, because he tells me he tells them like, "Hey, I want to show you something in the basement," and he pushes them towards. But but they walk yeah, outside. They, they yeah, did, they and they got in that yeah. bitch and escort and left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I think the whole point is to establish that he's become evil and you know and terrible and whatnot but yeah they walk out yeah because he was so like overly accommodating and nice beforehand he's like i'm gonna cook you guys dinner and i'll they help do the out. dishes and yeah by the way if your road manager first of all is an official member of the archie andrews fan club and <laughs> secondly you notice that too secondly has to wear a little paper hat to serve you dinner <laughs> you need a new fucking manager <laughs> that there's so much like funny shit in that scene because then he looks at all the ladies and he's like we're gonna wash the dishes together yeah. and you know like you're all the girlfriends of like a rock band who's out there do they're doing nothing and they are looking like they're having a fucking blast washing the dishes you see how they wash them like huey dewey and louie they were like one would scrub and then hand it off to the next one the other one yeah. would like wipe it down and hand it off to the next one it it doesn't take four people to wash the dishes. No, I thought that for was God's sake. And every are, song in the takes movie. longer to do it that way. And every song in the movie is a Thor song. So it's like they're doing the whole like we live to rock song while they're all washing dishes and snapping their fingers like they're having the best fucking time. Like they came <laughs> out here to wash dishes for a band. <laughs> okay. And so while we're talking about this scene, I also want to ask a question. Was it supposed to be Thanksgiving? 
I don't know what was going on with the world around them because there was uh, maybe fall, maybe winter happening. Maybe they were in the Arizona desert at one point for an establishing shot. And then it went back to the farmhouse that was a model, maybe. The only establishing shots I could make out were just more shots of the van, like back to the van. It's in every other shot in the beginning of the film. I saw about. Yeah, I saw green grass and moss on the side of a tree. Yeah. Every time they show the outside of the house, the van is right there. I think every side of the house had a different season. (laughs) I just ask about Thanksgiving because somebody says like, well, Phil, you've really outdone yourself. That was a great bird. And then they're doing a toast at the end. And and then Luann says to Stiggy, she's like, go on, say something you're thankful for. Oh, I don't know. Because oh, no? okay. he picks up the plate of leftovers. It's like two birds, two little chickens, it looks like. Mm. Okay. I, I thought she was trying to encourage him to do a toast because the other person did a toast about yeah, being married that. and being in love. And she was trying to get the idiot who was next to her doing the bad accent to propose as well. And he didn't. So she pouted. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. I didn't, I didn't put that together as like a proposal nudge like hey why don't you say because the way she worded it was so weird she's like literally i could be reading way too much in this because i'm dying for some sort of plot that's not going to (laughs) happen was it stig's girlfriend because her acting is horrible exactly really yeah how about the song we live to rock i love it about it (laughs) i love the music in this film actually to be honest it's been in my head all day I think it rocks. And like I'm once they finally rocked out, I was like, yeah, now we're now we're rocking. <laughs> and we yeah, did I, twice in the movie. I got to tell you, I have yeah. this album on my Spotify. Uh, it's <laughs> it's awesome. a lot of fun. Of course uh, you do. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. But yeah, there's something about these uh, these rock songs where all they're doing is singing about themselves. Yeah. So it's it's a, like it's a rock and roll song that's about rock and roll and like every lyric in it is about the song that's being sung you know what i love about them too is that like instead of just showing us them like doing band practice and playing some of the song they play the entire song oh yeah and show the 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 entire thing five minutes long each it's a battle to get to 86 minutes yeah yes yeah for those who haven't seen this movie every song is at least three to five minutes long and they do not cut any song no (laughs) I have to say, though, the song Energy was a little different. That one was not as much about rocking as some of the others. That one. So Energy sounded like the seven habits of highly effective people. It was like, (laughs) I don't. (laughs) The lyrics were like, I don't let nothing get by. I set my goals and I pace myself. I plan Mm -hmm. out all of my moves. I'm like, that's very inspiring. I have a five year plan and I'm going to put it together. I got the energy. 401k. <laughs> I just drank some water and I just like spit it out. <laughs> Seems like That's a very much, roll, a, very much a song about getting your life together. And what is more rock and roll than that? I mean, Thor when, did when I, put together. When we do this for our show and I steal that joke, I'm going to credit you. <laughs> okay, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, but yeah, no, I think I'm gonna have to download the soundtrack too, to be honest with you, while I do the dishes very in a, in a very jolly fashion. <laughs> You're gonna need at least three other people to help you do those dishes though. Come on over, guys. Um, we live, we live to rock, and then just yeah, you just throwing them back and forth. It's great. <laughs> there was like a great, great Instagram content. Oh yeah, we'll make a reel for it. 
Be on the lookout. It'll be up tonight. There's like a <laughs> slowdown during one of those band practices too, where they just they slow down and zoom in on the drummer for some reason. It has, I don't understand why. You mean the scene where it sounds like they're underwater all of a sudden? Yeah, yeah. That's distorted. I'm like, what is going on here? It, I think it's supposed to be like demon noises, but it sounded like they caught the demon gargling. Yeah, it was just weird. It, it just kind of yeah. Listerine killed. Then we get the penis monster spitting in Phil's cup. So I was like, all right, that's now we're. Oh, back. that's what it was. This was him getting worked up to. <laughs> oh, yeah. was that it? Okay, I thought it was the scene right before. Um, Luann, like it was a very exciting Phil. song. He was. It was very. Yeah, I give you guys credit for remembering <laughs> all these people's names. What Heidelberg? I give you guys credit for remembering half the people's names in this film. Yeah, me it took too. me a long time, but I yeah. had to write them down so I could keep track because I just kept calling people like bitchy woman or like newlyweds <laughs> or. This was That's a, a good rock song, actually. Bitchy woman. Hold on. This was <laughs> a very. This was a very horny movie because there was oh, a lot of horny. sex in this movie. A lot of it awkward was. sex. Really, yeah, it was. really awkward sex. I have. I have a question about that, but I, I don't. It might give away the ending, and I don't know if we want to wait till we get there. To That's okay. It. We have oh, no structure on this show. So <clears throat> just... Go ahead. Given that this was all supposed to be an illusion created by a specific Good angel, why is it so sexually based? He was just masturbating the whole time, waiting for a skeleton. But he's an angel. He's not supposed to do that. That's a wow. devil thing. That maybe, maybe that's I mean, maybe that's why these bandmates are constantly turning down their girlfriends. <laughs> Leo, yeah, Leo, if you're not supposed to do it, why does it feel so good? I, I, it's not my rules. I don't give a shit. I'm just. And if he's books. like an angel, like in Dogma, then yeah, he doesn't even have a penis. <laughs> I mean, this, the, honestly, the twist at the end of this movie really threw me. I had no I idea this coming. was such a spiritually. Um, uplifting film. I feel like it must have been <laughs> directed by um, Kurt Cameron or something. Oh, I yeah. absolutely thought there was going to be a credit at the bottom for some sort of uh, Church of Life Foundation or some shit. Oh my or god! Yes. Or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I remember when Leo and I were first talking about this movie. I said, "You you got to give the movie credit where credits due." The ending completely surprised me yeah i thought they fucked up i thought he fucked up his dialogue at first i'm like wait what is he talking about no no this was a he-man cartoon (laughs) ending it was like he he transforms into triton no but you got me he man i'll get back to you when i get back you know it was just like i i don't know i mean and he was just like but the cartoon John, but, but Leo, no to your, I was gonna say, Leo, to your question, like, so it's like, okay, we find out that Thor is the is the angel, and he's set this whole thing in motion. None of the people that were killed throughout the movie is real. So, like, he went through like this painstaking, like he made them wash the dishes, and he made them like do band practice, and he made, he made them, them drive like, in the van for three hours. Exactly. Like, did and they then he had a shit. Like, how far did this go? Like. Like, he's got a very active imagination. He had to do all the little chess pieces in place. He made him rehearse all those rock songs. Yeah, yeah. he had to come up with all those songs so that he could invent yeah. them for the fantasy. He's detail oriented. <laughs> I'm telling you, this okay. is based on the seven habits of highly effective people. Okay, so, yeah. so so the bad guy moves left or right. That's it. So the 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 I guess no, he went in a circle because they dance. That part that yeah, left part right always ahead. makes me laugh so hard when, <laughs> when, <laughs> when, 
<laughs> when the, the the evil puppet villain and <laughs> and Thor are walking around each other and they're getting that that music set up and they're both like tiny tiptoeing over their own feet and it's <laughs> it's so dainty. <laughs> Do you think when Thor grabbed him by the ankles and threw him on the ground, he was contemplating his own situation? It took him it took him a while to get up, yeah. and I don't know if that's just because he's made out of paper mache. How or- did they put? Thor in that little thong thing was this like homoerotic type thing? I I don't know. Yeah, I was also, is that oh, how God rough. dresses his angels, or does he approve the dress code? What's going on there? <laughs> exactly. I think he yeah. gives carte blanche to certain angels if they've you know risen through the ranks and you know now they're like executive levels. But do, do they get to choose their battle armor, or is there just like a room? There's like a spike. Jock strap. It was pretty badass. No, these the are battle... the spiritual questions that we just will never have answers to. <laughs> you. The battle armor was around his dick, and it was just like this where this you need long, it. That's where you want it. Long mm-hmm. thing of like, and then he goes, "Hey man, you got me this time, but I will get you next time." No, but you've got, you've got to imagine that there was a moment where that actor was like standing in front of the mirror and looked at that like spiked bikini and was like, <laughs> "I look fucking amazing." <laughs> Well, they once they frizzed out his hair, yeah, like it was yeah, uh, right. Was his eyeshadow looked great. Yeah, because his <laughs> hair changed. That's fuck Dolph, yeah, fuck Dolph Lundgren. Put this yeah. guy in the He-Man movie. All right, he's what, like what's, fifty this, years from now. I'm still gonna be a badass. <laughs> this moron with the bad accent is standing in the mirror after providing the worst sex in history. Uh, horrible sex. Flexing his muscles, going, "She's a lucky woman." Yeah, to have me. And yeah. that was also part of this guy's fantasy. I like that. He, I wrote down that he fucks like he drums hard and fast. <laughs> I said his lady looks so sad. It was so hard to follow all these characters. He was the yeah. drummer. Yeah. yeah, he makes it yeah. up to her, though, once he gets possessed. He does. Yeah, but before the the face, the expression on her face after sex with him is the expression I had on my face at that point of the movie by watching it. Yeah. <laughs> She was as impressed as you. So there's a scene where when Phil goes missing and they all start looking for him, they're like, I heard the, the scream come from the basement. So like I love there's a part where like Triton says, I the scream sounded like it came from down here. And then someone said, Let's go upstairs. He's like, Yeah, let's go upstairs. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that was some great detective work. You're literally saying that this is where it happened, but yeah, you know what? We'll go upstairs. That's a good idea. Yeah. Well, you want to go as far away from the danger as you can. But then he goes back downstairs like his instincts <laughs> tell him to go back down there and he finds the drumsticks that they could have just shown him found the scene before. Yeah. But they I guess they want to pay. It, but it all it all know. goes back to the yeah their agent or whoever the hell he was, their manager screwing off in the car and nobody gave a shit. They're that was like, the biggest oh. scare to me. The van yeah. went missing. I got really fucking nervous. When that happened. <laughs> <laughs> what We're happened? all worried about the van. What happened to the groupies, though? Did we see that? They just left and went home. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they They're got ushered down in the basement, but apparently you guys said they, they were I okay. So. I must have missed the scene. I the sequel's the sequel's probably about them. Yeah, it's probably about <laughs> yes. what happened to them. Definitely. They're like 45 now and like they have smokers' voices and so it's they like still all the they have a Thor poster a on, the on the block concert now. So back in the day when we went to Ontario, Canada, we went out here and it was it was He-Man versus Skeletor. <laughs> yeah, the I four of them the go back. Too. It's like a girl's trip. And then they get possessed back in the place. 
And then yeah, Thor has to come back and save everybody. There is a narration at the beginning of the sequel that's done by a completely female voice. It might be one of them. Oh, you've seen the sequel. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> I I love the manager. He just uh, I don't I don't have all night. So let's whip out those bazooms, huh, babes? <laughs> I'm just going to totally use that next time. That I'm was a 1980s <laughs> politically correct term. Bazooms. Yeah. That's well, a, some that's... of his. Di- Go ahead. Amazing Go ahead. dialogue. Donald. Oh, I, I was going to add to that. There was another part in that same scene when like possessed Phil says, oh, the band's just upstairs. All that cocaine, sex and drugs really knock you out. Yeah, it's 2 a.m. The band will be down in about 20 minutes. So yeah. let's whip out those breasts. Actually, cocaine does the opposite, Phil. It doesn't yes. knock you out. Like that. The, <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing about that makes sense. It's 2 a.m. Clearly, they'll be down in 20 oh, minutes. Oh, it was amazing. dialogue. Yeah. Followed up later as a. Uh, when one of the girls says, uh, doing the dishes, I'm sure Phil isn't dead or anything. He would have called. No, he wouldn't have called because he's fucking dead. Yeah, by the <laughs> idiot. Pick by up the on that. Can I say something about Heidelberg's like background? It's like every time he has his arms down, it's got the one arm up and it looks like he's raising his arm up. Going like, <laughs> yes. He's <just> a bitch yes. <laughs> I'm sure he was very excited called, about this. Movie. He was dead. Yeah. Yeah. There it is right there. Look at that. Yeah. Jacqueline, I wondered about that line too. When he's like, Oh, the band will be downstairs in 20 minutes. Like they come down every night around two 20, just <laughs> yep. in case a bunch of babes have showed up. That's the witching hour. <laughs> That's so when all the groupies show up. So That's the bazooms hour. This cocaine. Oh, makes zoom o'clock. Really I gotta fast. get downstairs. No, the- <laughs> Sorry, John, go ahead. I was saying, does cocaine make you come really fast? I mean, it, I've never done it in my life, but it makes it. Let's go get some. Well, you, you come really fast when the cocaine is out uh, to get the cocaine. And then. Oh, that, OK. Then I, yeah. I, I've never done it, so I don't know. Well, apparently Leo has. <laughs> I was say, neither has Leo. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm making all this up. John, you I even have to appreciate the movie at this point driving a car full of kill count up to the fucking house and doing nothing with it yeah but how much how much gore did we see in this like how many kills did we see in this movie figurative kills because you never actually yeah. saw anybody die no it was, it was all off screen right uh-huh. yeah. everybody's got well, pulled off camera and they're not real anyway yeah well apparently so nobody dies in this movie plot hole by the way if he made all these people up, when the demon came by and grabbed this fake person and drug him off camera, did they just evaporate? Was there was no gore, there was no blood, there was no person. No. So what did they kill? How yeah, did they get no gore? Well, you saw it was him. like the Matrix. Like it just his the <laughs> devil's brain was just te- like it tastes like a steak. He thought he was really yeah, yeah, yeah. you know got it, got it. his nervous system was telling him something was really there. Why? Well, I thought the movie the the minions like really took from this movie because it was like little one eyed yeah, slime things coming up going like me 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 yeah Stephen the first time the little penis monster comes on the screen <laughs> I I about died with laughter I had to stop the movie and recover for a few minutes. And it it takes so long too. It's just this shit like drooling out of its mouth. It's about (laughs) as long as the scene with the van driving. (laughs) (laughs) That was the other thing they did to pad the movie was add this in. (laughs) It looks like somebody's real loogie. Like somebody really like hung a loogie off this little puppet and was just like waiting, shaking the thing, waiting for it to fall. 
And, uh, and there's just nothing you can do because like you, you see that puppet and you're like, Jesus Christ, that thing looks like a dick. And then you're like, no, I'm not going to make the easy joke. And then it just has this white milky stuff drool out of it. <laughs> you're like, oh, sometimes well, you just got to go. call a spade a spade. Yeah. Uh, I thought the only scenes that were shot longer than the musical interludes are the awkward se- uh, sex scenes. Yes. They were just very long so awkwardly. Yes. That shower scene was so fucking. Oh up. my I god! Mean, this, this was it's like rubbing their chest together. This movie was a horny movie, but yeah, that was awkward. That that shower I, I, scene was terrible. And they were they were like chewing on each other's lips too. Their yeah, like mouths yeah. were inside each also, other's mouths. They shot like scene after scene of awkward sex scene. Shoot them back to back so like they play out at the same time. Show everybody having sex at once. So we don't <laughs> I did wonder that though. That's I thought fifteen four. minutes of sex awkward sex scenes. You can give us five. Yeah. I did wonder, like, if you're in a band, do you all have to fuck at the same time? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> look, it's fuck o'clock. Let's go. I, I guess yeah. so. Like, it's, right it's, after, it's time yeah. for the fuck break. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, so guy's... I have to say. Sorry, yeah, this... John, go ahead. No, this guy's was an hour. Is... I got to get going. This guy's name is Thor, so he's got to get back. Well, it hurts, you know. Hammer. <laughs> so I have, to, I have to share something with you guys. Um, one reviewer wrote that this is antagony and ecstasy i'm not familiar with this but they wrote this movie has everything absolutely everything you could possibly want from high-spirited trash a menagerie of uniformly dodgy foam monsters and especially dodgy foam beelzebub in the climax clumsy dialogue bizarrely flat performances an ending that straight up makes no sense fantastically misplaced ambition and a scene where a blonde with too much mascara and huge tits parades around in a shower <laughs> <laughs> like that is accurate yep and that was and the one exactly because <laughs> the woman was a redhead so right. our antagonist goes like this you know it's like one of those uh cheap like uh haunted houses where the the, the antagonist like goes back and forth left like one of those 12 foot like blow-ups that people put in front of their house nowadays they're like right but it, 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 he just did this the whole time and it was like skeletor there was an epic hey man, I will get you the next time. And so just- I'll, I'll admit that during that battle, I dozed off for like a split second. And then when I woke up, they were still fucking walking in circles. <laughs> yeah, it so was the it look- lamest Satan battle I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. What it looked like to me was that the figure or whatever they had to be the, the Beelzebub character yeah. Was just like an inanimate, like plastic oh, thing, absolutely. and so they did these like yes. really close up shots. Yeah. So you can't, but somebody is clearly holding it, it and just like, like moving the legs back and forth. What it looked like to me is that they thought that prop was so fragile that he couldn't actually touch it, but maybe three times. So they just kept having going around in circles around it, pretending to take swings. I, I also love too how it has only one like a uh, way that it can move its face you know it's just its jaws just open and so what they do to get different reactions is shake it like to the left and to the right yeah so that so so when so when thor is winning when the intercessor as he calls himself is winning to signify that the beelzebub is scared they're just shaking him left and right so that his open <laughs> mouth is swinging from side to side we totally forgot about one of its abilities is is throwing starfish monsters Oh, oh yes. yeah, that's right. At Thor, yeah. who has to hold them all on to him to look like they're actually sucking on him. His and they cover his nipples perfectly. Yeah. His slimy breasts. There was like a slimy green slime <laughs> to them. Oh. Oh. You can tell the actors holding them on. 
Like, yeah. oh, God, yeah. here's another one. I got one down here. I got one. That's here. old school acting. That's like 1950s Ed Wood shit. <laughs> yeah. But no, but there is something in this that gets to a point that you made, Jacqueline, which is that like this ending is just so terrible. You know, <laughs> you know, them walking around each other. There's nothing happening. But I remember the first time I watched it, I laughed myself silly. Like I was like choking on my own <laughs> tears. I was laughing so hard I, when those, when these starfish, this is like Beelzebub starting the attack and just, mm -hmm. it's just clearly some stage hand, like throwing starfish <laughs> off screen and him catching and he goes them. To like rip one. And it's like, he's like tearing at it. And he really spends a lot of time on it too. Yeah, and he's he got these great facial expressions when he's doing it. And, and this does bring up the challenge of this movie. I have a good time every time I watch it. I have to I agree. That's why I said as it, it is, sucks and it makes fucks. the film. I do have one question. I like how them. he says too. Like I kind of used all my characters that I made up. They're from like horror tropes, almost like right. Mm -hmm. I, I one, one guy was from that that movie about the what would he what do you say the hockey mask guy or something? Yeah, or something yeah. Like that? yeah. Where he deliberately referenced Jason. Yeah. yeah. Um, this guy is Archangel, whatever High Holy Avenger. Triton. And, at one point, he says something about, I will avenge your deaths. Whose fucking deaths is he talking? He made everyone up. The, the people he just he said don't exist. Like, well, I, I, So yeah, it's at the graveyard at the end. He visits them. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, so, that's, so all of his friends died from some previous battle. Like, okay, I can buy that. I can't buy that they're all buried in the same the little plot. Maybe Next they were in other. the back of the van the whole time and he buried them there. <laughs> That's what this was. He drove them out there to bury them. Look in the back of the van as he was driving it for 10 minutes. The house. Yeah, there, Maybe, there's I a think. missing scene where he dumped them in the river. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, Beelzebub, though, leaves the whole scene of like, you got me this time, but I'll get you the next time, which was a He-Man. Next time, I'll gotcha. Next yeah, time. That was a very good Dr. Claw impersonation. That was, there was very nice but that's like the ending of every cartoon you've ever seen which took me out of the movie i was like that's what took you out of the movie it was so much. <laughs> that was it yeah it was in up until that point <laughs> it wasn't the penis monsters in the 83rd minute that's what took you out even you make fun of me of not like a nudity in the movie and it's this was fine in the movie but that was yeah that's i like nudity in this movie so just yeah, out there. It was nice nudity. Yeah, oh, yeah. I agree. It's great yeah. boobs. Bazooms, <laughs> I think is the word. Bazooms, yeah. yeah. Um, also, did anybody understand what the end shot meant? The that house? Like there's a new Caribbean? portal, I think. A new portal, like, right? Like it was yeah. like a new family being. That's how I read it. That's what I thought it was, but they'd show us nothing really. They do this weird zoom out of the house and then they go back in and then they pull back out. It's yeah. fucking I've really never dumb. seen this movie ever and I've never heard of it. And I've been watching horror movies in my entire I'm life. I'm gonna watch that been, sequel. What the fuck is Yeah, it, it, it is it's so weird. I took the same read of it that it was like Beelzebub is attacking again, yeah, but back. it looks so out of place. It looks like they took this movie and they put it onto a VHS. And the movie has run out, and now you're watching like the last five minutes of whatever was on the VHS before. Like oh, it's right. so weird. It's like mom and dad's vacation to Orlando popped <laughs> right. up all of a sudden. Right. Yeah. So I would say that there is a lot of disconnected storytelling in this movie, and there's like a lot of things that we're like forced to like understand about the movie, but it doesn't really like 
show it to us in normal narrative ways. So for example, in the little introductory scene before the credits with the little first family that, you know, gets killed, um, she's like, the mom is like futzing around the kitchen and there's like scary music playing. And it's like, okay, we're, something ominous is going to happen. Like we're supposed to be tense right now but there is literally nothing happening and she's like doing something and then she stops and looks like as if something weird is happening but there's like no weird noise or anything she's just like turning the dial on the stove and she's like right. and the, the dad's upstairs like doing an electric no electric shaver to clean his beard up mm-hmm. get that so there's there's nothing sinister happening but there's like no. scary music and she looks nervous yeah there's no reason for and same thing at the end it's like scary music but it's just a house so the and it's kid, not the house that we've been seeing this whole time it's just very disjointed right mm-hmm. so the kid that is in the movie is that kid that was in the house before the creepy mm-hmm. and damien child that appears back at the end of the film was meant to be the original kid that was hiding at the stairs watching his parents die yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. all right but he's not that kid anymore that's just the demon like using his form right well, but again he made him up right yeah <laughs> well yeah because oh no that family's real was there even a kid? We will never. Yeah, know. well, the kid was there before Thor. Like that, that house, that family was killed by the demon. And then Thor was basically, I guess, cued in on like, oh, the demon's at this location now. So we never saw the demon this whole van thing. So there is no band like ever. <laughs> I, I think there was a band. This guy's got a promising career as a rocker. I don't see why you just throw that away. Heidelberg uh-huh. sounded so disappointed. So there's know. never a band ever. <laughs> was was the band band real too? Something to do in between. There's a soundtrack, so there must be. Is a band. Santa real? In between dance-offs with demons, he needs to do something with this. <laughs> That's the name of his new reality show: Dance Off with Demon. <laughs> He's the incestor. Is that what was his name? Intercessor. 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 Interloper. So. Steven, didn't you say something about incest like accidentally <laughs> on, a, on a recent episode? <laughs> <I'm> on <something. laughs> oh, yes. Yes, I did. I, Thank you I, for I, calling him out Piranha on that. Episode. Episode. I promoted it. Yeah. Oh, I, Piranha, I, yes. right? Yeah. It was They're like Piranha, going yes. in the woods with their backpacks. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to the episode. So I always do like a last listen after Leo finishes the editing just to make sure that there's nothing that's a mistake. And instead of saying the word incense, I said the word <laughs> incest. <laughs> I did a promo though for your ed uh, for your episode, and I said, uh, "Spoilers are hard. Big fans of incest." <laughs> so Thor is the incestor. He's the incestor. Yeah, I buy it. But but you, there's a, a funny thing that happens in this movie. Like if you try to like take it for what it is and like actually try to in- interpret it or pull it together, this movie does something that comes up a lot in other horror movies where the characters will operate in a way that is meant to trick the audience, but what they're doing makes no sense for their own like movement. And I think Leo in our prom night episode, we talked about this where at the end they think they've killed Mary Lou, her headstone blows up, but she's not dead. But why did her headstone blow up? No one saw it. It's for us. Yeah. So that we think this happened. And I think of that with this kid, this kid, you know, shows up as a demon, but they don't know he's a demon runs all around and hides to kill the two people that saw him that he could have killed in the house, but he has to lure them to the barn. Right. Like this movie is just packed full of these moments that are clearly to trick us, but like have no logic on their own. Yes. 
completely. Um, I know I'm asking for a lot, but <laughs> no, in, in lieu of a plot, that's what we get. So, so the kid was the demon, though, right? Yeah. Is that what we, we never saw them kill the kid in the beginning of the film? We just assumed right. that that happened. It could be that they just possessed him, and then ten years later, sure. he's still a creepy Damien thing running he around. Has an the house. Age. Right. Yeah, but he had a demon face at that point when he was hiding. Well, wouldn't you if you had a bunch of penises running around? (laughs) (laughs) He's been waiting 10 years for that big moment. And then he went on to become the creator of the minions. There you go. He's grew away with the little penises. The the penises never died. They just got like blown back. That's what you do with a penis. You blow them back. I I love one of them. They're all circumcised. They look like Yes, so I love how one of them got like kind of smushed by a coke can, and it was like, ah. it's very sad. <laughs> no actual penises were hurt in the filming of this movie. Thank God. And the van is fine. This in other countries, this film is known as micro penis. <laughs> edge of hell. That would be the edge of hell, wouldn't it? Micro penis. Yeah. Edging of hell. Ah. Micro penis story. Oh Lord. Oh, also, was anybody else like? kind of put off by the the newlywed couple and how utterly square they are like yeah. these people do not have a rock sensibility at all i mean they took their honeymoon here and she's literally sewing backstage she's like sewing she's like darning like socks a bitch and scarf <laughs> if you ever want to know when there's a band in a movie if they're lip syncing or really playing the music watch the drummer the drummer gives it away 100 percent it's clear this band was fake. It's clear that everything they're doing, they're what? not really doing it. Wait, yeah, the guy he, with the best Australian accent was faking it the whole time? Yeah, well, Completely. He was hitting the hi-hat. It, it was supposed to be a snare drum. He was like, uh-huh. hi-hat. Uh-huh. Ding, ding, ding. No. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I saw that, too. Like, uh, yeah, it's, it's a cue for the fans. That. If you watch this in a film, you can very easily tell whether this is a bullshit band or not well technically they're not there at all no, <laughs> by the way up, so. there were two there were two like cut scenes of music playing and you're just like this is um bullshit give me heat he man and skeletor come on i was just waiting Can for I the just dream say, by the way, come on I, dream <laughs> why don't you bring that up um yeah. i have walk. long since on our show and off talked about how music should be a character in your movie that it should fit what's going on well enough that it belongs in that scene it's not just tacked on a great example of how not to do that is the scene where they're walking to the lake whatever fucking song that was that was playing did not match that scene in any way shape or form (laughs) it was horrible i think i mean it was probably just a way to shoehorn in another thor of course it was right yes that's my point don't do that it's stupid there is also just nothing I love more than when characters in horror movies have sex in like, you know, in, in places that aren't like beds or couches that aren't comfortable because it just makes me feel so fucking old when I'm looking <laughs> around and I'm like, I wouldn't bother by the yeah. pond. There's <laughs> sticks and rocks. And that's what she says. And then she's like, she says it as if like she's not down with it and then just takes her top right off. And right. Yeah. Like, you know, sticks and... Well, it was the night after the good sex with the demon and supposed to the really lame sex. Yeah, once I hit hit 30, it was all like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) let's blow up the air mattress. My (laughs) hips are going to hurt just getting out of this chair after. How romantic. You know. (laughs) 
Did Thor have sex to his own music in the shower? Like with just called masturbating. Well, yeah, but he was with his girlfriend or wife or whatever it was. Well, it certainly looks like it, and it also looks like they only have sex for the duration of the one song. (laughs) (laughs) Not the kind of sexual performance I would expect from some hard rocking dudes. And again, (laughs) just to put the PSA out there, guys. She walks into the room, says, let's go have a shower together. He says, I got to go write this song. And yeah. she has to take her shirt off to convince him. You shouldn't have to let it get that far. What a fucking right. And he even said when he got in the shower, I'm like, wait a minute, bro. I thought you had a song to write. What are you doing? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and his last name is Thor. Yep. He shirks his work. <laughs> the shower. His hammer then- sucks. So. I don't know, man. He was getting the job done in that one position they did in the shower where they were that one up. position. <laughs> that one position where it's almost impossible to insert your penis in a woman. Yep. Okay, so now that we're on this road, I have to say <laughs> I was wondering if this would come up. Still deep. There we? was there was a scene where the, the guy that was falling asleep on the one girl finally got her in bed with him. And he's there, she's there, and she's looking up at the ceiling the whole time doing the thing and i'm like finally after about five minutes change position i said there you are because if she's only seeing the ceiling while you're doing your shit you're doing it wrong yeah. there's got to be other ways to put this around that you can get everyone interested <laughs> yep i'm trying to be subtle but you know agreed jack like goes yes okay <laughs> she's I would like to see a scene where, like, <laughs> yeah i'll defer to our the woman of the group right now so i could be the woman of the group I would have loved to see a scene where like one of the women was like in preparation for her sex scene with the guy. And she's like laying there, like ready to go. And then like he disappears. The lights are off. And she's like, she thinks he comes into the room, but it's really just a bunch of those penis monsters. And they start like touching her. And she's like, oh, God, John, is that you? And like it's just the penis monsters. Like, and then she's like oh, my God. This is like, eh. I guess I just have fetishes. I want to see a penis monster rape scene. <laughs> Whoa! There, there are sites I can point you to for that. Yeah, out there. Okay. Uh, for like as long as these sex scenes went on, they were just shockingly not titillating no, at all. Like these all. were not. This movie was made by Mormons, so what do you want? That's true. <laughs> Kirk Cameron well, is not I'm... known for his pornographic sense. <laughs> And there is something that is very funny about the fact that you're like, okay, these are all like rock gods. So it's like yeah. sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And every sex scene is so like laughably lame. Yeah. Or or again, there's just so many different lines of dialogue where they're like, no, baby, I, I can't. Like there's a roast in the oven and it could, <laughs> it could burn. Like, I can't. I got to do dishes downstairs. There's dishes right. that have to be done. <laughs> Yeah, I've just got to practice the lyrics. We live, we live to rock. It it was sex and rock and roll. I mean, okay, there were some drugs in here, but you didn't see these guys like in part of the band going cocaine, cocaine. It was like sex and rock and roll. That's all. Drugs were alluded to. Sex was quote unquote had and rock and roll was questionable. We saw the rock and roll. What they were doing. I think the but rock like and that, roll was the strongest of the three. That yeah. one chick's like throwing herself at that one guy. Like she doesn't want to sleep in her own room. She comes into his room. And then he know, falls asleep. He falls asleep. <laughs> well, and he gives Why her a glimmer of false hope because for yeah, a he's second, like, no, she's don't like, leave. yeah, he's like, she's like, uh, oh, do you want me to leave then? She's in a long, he's like, no, no. Hey, bro. 
Like, come on. It's the only time I've ever seen anyone use the excuse, I'm too tired, and it was actually... <laughs> They're not even married, though. That's an excuse you use when you're married, maybe. But, uh, right. What, no, what if you saw the guitar for yourself. in bed? He put the saying, guitar next to him. Like, like it was his lover. I mean, he, yeah. he, he covered his guitar up. Of I'm convinced before she crawled in bed with him, he was a virgin, so it probably was up until that point. Yeah. I thought he was going to be like the gay character in the band. So, and mm. then he, like, her advances were like, he wasn't into her and he was going to have to tell her like this. I thought that was he really wants John. Like he, you know, really the guy that Thor. tends to be gay just so he can be around the women all the time. I thought <laughs> yeah. that's what the manager was doing. Mm. Ah, yes. That would have like been probably and, more interesting. By cooking and cleaning and cook uh, doing all that stuff. And right? being exactly who he was yeah. to the film until he got possessed. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. The old routine of I'm going to do the dishes with everyone. That will get me. That will get me in. Oh, yeah. I'll be closer <laughs> to the girls. I actually checks are. out because he called tits bazooms, and most straight guys don't say that. So. Uh, I I hope no guys <laughs> say that. Back in the eighties, it was a big term. Bazoom. Wait, hold on, bazooms are awesome. Bazongas. Bazongas. Huge wumbly Jack- bumble. Jacqueline just looked at me like well, I, we've lost the plot. We <laughs> do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, what other point? What other major points do we need to discuss before we give our ratings? I'd like to know what happened to the van. If everything's make believe, <laughs> I'm gonna go on eBay believe and, and, and feel supposedly left with the van. Then where did it go? But Maybe it comes it's a back. Sequel. It does come. Is back, it? But. Is it like in Greece? Did they just fly off with it? Now it's orbiting the Earth somewhere. <laughs> That would have been a great ending if he had driven down that road for another five minutes, like waving behind. Yes. <laughs> and then it flew into the heaven. End. And then it flew into heaven. And then there's an like a sick mural on the side of the van of like Thor. Cover behind me. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Like yeah. some angel wings. Yeah. yeah. We accept the challenge going <laughs> as he's sort of, you know, going off. Heidelberg, you know, your next tattoo should be John Michael Thor with the with the bikini thing and some wings and shit. That's that's your next tattoo. I think it should cover your whole back. No, I just booked the appointment. I'm on it. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Hey, man, I will come get you after you have vanquished me right now. John, I think you need a He-Man and Skeletor tattoo oh, immediately. Fuck come on. <laughs> Jacqueline. I yes. think you need to work on your Skeletor voice. Just a little. I, no disrespect. You're doing great. <laughs> Uh, but it, it, <laughs> higher pitch, you know. I can't. Right. I, 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 I'm, trying to, I, I'm quitting smoking. I'm eating these neck rack gums. So good for you, man. Leo, every time I hear you do any kind of like voice impersonation or anything, I'm always just like, yes, it's so perfect. <laughs> that is like a major talent that you I have. I'm a character actor and a voice actor. So it's what I do. <laughs> I kind of figured you sounded you, every time I hear you impersonate somebody or repeat dialogue from a movie i'm like he's got it, he's got it. <laughs> i will get you the next time oh, sorry Jack- I just, also i just want to tack on with that in my ears that i didn't think the fake australian accent could get worse until in that accent he tried to impersonate schwarzenegger <laughs> oh that's uh, I, so terrible i literally almost turned the movie off and went i can't <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was so bad. Oh my God. It was so bad. It's just descended too far. <laughs> all right. Just, so- despite it all, I, I, I have to say, I was completely entertained by this movie. Yeah. I, I mean, it was just like, it definitely fits that definition of the so bad it's good. Mm-hmm. And not every movie is so bad that it's good. Some movies are so bad that they're just dog shit. But this was, I don't think this was. 
Yeah. I think it was great fun. All right. So uh, I guess since we have nothing else to say about it, Jacqueline, <clears throat> since you picked this movie for <laughs> all five of us to pick, uh, how are you feeling about it? <sighs> oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, yep. I get it. I get it. <laughs> this is a really tough. One. Okay. I feel like I have to do some math to get the right score for this movie because there's there's different ways to look at it i i kind of almost feel like i have to go back to the way that i rated repo the genetic opera which um had problems with it but i loved it so much that i felt like i needed to like create two different scores and then average them i feel like i need to do that here like on a technical level um in terms of filmmaking this this is a mess it's terrible like nothing about it works properly the way a film should like just nothing about it comes off as professional or well-made or well-crafted. It just, I, I just don't, I really don't think there's like a single aspect of it that is like high quality for filmmaking. So technically speaking, I mean, I don't think I could give this higher than like, uh, if I'm being really generous, like a two, but in terms of the amount of like fun and spiritedness and hilarity in it. And I don't, well, and let me say, I don't know how much of the hilarity was intended. Like there are times when it's clear that they're trying to like accomplish something seriously here and it just doesn't work. And that is unintentionally hilarious, but like the penis monsters, like that has to be on purpose, right? Like that has to be funny on purpose. Like that's not supposed to be scary, right? Design them to look like penises on purpose. They, but yeah. I mean, they no, I mean, not not the fact that they look it. like penises, but just how like cartoonish and silly yeah. they look. I, like I just different personalities. It's, it's got to be on, <laughs> on purpose, I think. But so I, I think it's hilarious. I would definitely rewatch this movie, especially with a group of friends or somebody that I knew could kind of have some fun with it and have a sense of humor and be like, "Oh, let's throw this on. You gotta watch this movie. It's it's crazy." Um, and so for just like sheer fun, I. I think I would give it like a five out of 10. And so I feel like to, to kind of zero in on a reasonable score, I, 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 I will average the two and say it's a 3.5 out of 10 for me. Wait, 3.5 out of 10 penis monsters, obviously. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um, Steven, would you like to go next? Sure. Um, when we started, you know, doing, uh, spoils of horror. One of the things that Leo and I struggled with, and it's actually one of our maybe first two or three episodes was whether or not we would rate movies. Cause we were, we were still kind of figuring out what the show was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we started kind of moving away from the review concept. This movies like this are why, because you, you nailed it. You almost have to have two scales. Um, you have to like, Technically, I, I think a, a two is very, very, very kind. I think you're giving an extra star because of Thor's hair. Um, <laughs> um, and that's, you know, I, I don't think that there's much else that you can do there. I mean, technically, I'd, yeah, I'd give it a two for the rock music is pretty fun and, you know, a few other things. But I have to borrow that same metric because. I laugh so hard every time I watch this movie and there are so many different points that I laugh at 
And it reminds me of a movie that we covered called the deadly spawn, which was made with so much heart. Like, and that was the thing I walked away from it. It, it, It's not a good movie, but it was made so sincerely sincerely by people who really wanted to make a monster movie. They wanted to make a great one. I feel like the people that made this movie wanted to make a great rock and roll horror movie. And when they get to the song at the end, when they're singing, we accept the challenge and it's just, him in his big hair and his studded bikini endlessly wrestling with a puppet that doesn't move that they don't do anything other than he throws these star squid monsters at him. (laughs) I mean, my God, I laugh so hard. And after when, when Jekyll and I were first talking about doing this movie, I must've watched that ending like five times on YouTube (laughs) um, because I just think it's so funny. So on how much fun I find it and then averaging them out, I don't know. I got to go with, I'm going to go with an eight for fun, just for fun, just for fun. It's not a good movie just for fun. So averaging it out to, I don't know. What does that average to about a five altogether? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that feels right for the, for, uh, that feels right for rock and roll nightmare. That's a pretty reasonable size penis monster. Five. (laughs) I think that's fair. Totally I think average. that's totally reasonable. Yeah. I think yeah. that's reasonable, Stephen. I get you. I get you. That's huge, by the way. It's huge. Five inches. Facing it on the metric of sitting in a theater with friends, like Jacqueline said, <laughs> just laughing and having a good time. Yeah, I I, I feel you, Leah. What say you? Wow. Um, something Stephen and I talk about a lot is meeting a movie where it's at. And you two have already covered both sides of this coin very accurately and very articulately. There's not much more I can add to it, uh, but I agree with each of you. There's the point of how the movie was made. There's the point of how much fun it was. And the end of the day, did I enjoy watching the movie is what it comes down to. Was I able to walk away from this going, I wasted an hour and change of my life or, you know what, that was funny. I enjoyed myself. And the truth is I had fun. I had fun watching it. It was dumb as shit. There's not a lot of redeeming quality to it. And I could, I could, I could dump on this movie more and more and more than I couldn't give it credit for anything. Uh, but that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy myself. So uh, since I was able to pleasure myself with this movie, as it were, Whoa. I think uh, it's only fair to give it about four Puking penal monsters. Puking penal monsters. Nice. Writing this down (laughs) verbatim. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. John. What's our scale? Penis monsters or puking penal monsters. Whatever pleases you. Oh. Pleased by penis monsters all the time. <laughs> the acting was terrible in this movie, but I don't know. I, I I've got a soft spot for '80s schlocky horror movies. Um, yeah. Don't listen to him, guys. He didn't like uh, Frankenhooker at all. Ooh. I'm just kidding. It's a damn shame. I'm just messing with you, John. Sorry. Oh. All right, I'll give it a four out of ten penis monsters. 
Four out of ten. Okay. <laughs> Any rationale behind that or no? No, because oh. Heidelberg fucked me up. I'm sorry. God damn it. See what you did. Don't blame you me. Off, you threw off his groove. You did. All right, Heidelberg. What's your score? Bring it right. 10 out of 10. Yeah, 10 out of 10 penis monsters. Obviously. Yeah, clearly. Big fan of penis monsters. <laughs> you are. Uh, yeah, I got some pros here. Uh, it's got a kick ass soundtrack. That van. The van. Bitchin', <laughs> as you said. Uh, again, the, the soundtrack's kick ass. And <laughs> no, the van. Not. It's really not. The fucking van, though. Actually, the sound, I did like the rock music. I liked it. Yeah. Like, what I go and do I have it on my Spotify playlist? Uh, yes. No, I don't. But <laughs> if Steven wants to work out at the gym to this soundtrack, that's fine. I get it. Like, I accept the challenge. Yeah. Obviously, it's leg day, so why not put on fucking <laughs> Thor? Yep. Get your little spike speedo on. Spider Man. Spider Man now? John, your skeletor is wretched. I'm sorry. I got <laughs> that, <D-man>? <laughs> <laughs> like, was he the Green Goblin at that point when he was pulling out Spider Man? Because I get that. They do sort of have some. Fuck places. up Hydraberg because he fucked up my review. All right. I <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God, boys! Uh, can you just get it together? Speaking Jesus. of being thrown off, I was thrown <laughs> off by the ending. I just didn't expect it, and all its epicness. I just didn't. I did not anticipate that from this film, and I do think that's a pro. Um, you know, as crazy and stupid as it is, it just adds some of the charm to this film. Where for a while there, you're just like, oh, this film's kind of dumb, and you know, okay, they have rock music and and you know, basically music videos. That play throughout and a 10 minute van sequence and then some dumb props. But like, I just, I like the, the twist at the end. Um, I do have an issue with it, like only being available to watch in standard definition, but that's not the movie's fault. That's just like, it's obviously hasn't been remastered. I'm waiting for like one of those like Scream Factory remasters of this with the slip case and the steel book. I'll buy it. Definitely. But um, I don't know, like the sound wasn't as good either. There were certain parts in the movie where like the dialogue was a little muffled because there was like music playing over it. Epic music, though. So like it makes up for it. Um, There's some really poor acting. I think Thor actually was one of the better actors in the film. It was it was odd. I didn't anticipate that. Um, And the practical effects, uh, they're kind of bad, like really bad. But uh with that said, I'm going to give Rock and Roll Nightmare four out of ten penis monsters because I did really enjoy watching this film. I don't know. Well, now I feel like I need to raise my score. Right, it's your, <laughs> if it's your pick and you give a lower score, that doesn't mean anything. Hey, hold on. And you can lower your score. I mean, penis, bring it up. Monsters, I got to raise my score. <laughs> I feel like you just got to work like, it a little bit. And, I feel uh, like my enjoyment warrants boy, more than more than a 3.5. All right, keep going. I'm going to give it a 4.5. I, so I was at 3.5 originally, and then like when I finally finished the film, because I had already put my score down, I'm like, I think this is probably a 3.5. I could tell. like you know. And then the, ep- the epic ending happened. I was like, wait a minute. No, this is a 4. Can I tell <laughs> oh, you, I, clearly. I would have paid $100 to watch your faces 
<laughs> when that switch happens. Uh, uh, I rewound it too. I was like, wait a minute, what did he say? Why does he know so much about this demon all of a sudden? Yeah. And he's totally unfazed. Like the demon's like, I've killed all your friends. He's like, You've killed no one, Bub. He's just like, Yeah, Bub. Still drinking his coke and like writing his shit. I'm like, Yeah, and that light comes down on him and he changes into the. And I was like, My jaw was on the floor when we hit that part. (laughs) It was amazing. Yeah, Yeah, that was definitely unexpected. If he goes, he man, I will be back for you. You vanquish me now, but I will be back. You know, I mean, but yeah, him being you an won artist. the battle, but you haven't won the war. Yeah, John, can your Skeletor impression be like an ongoing joke in your show? Oh God, sure. Steven, shut up! Could you actually? <laughs> that and Rob Zombie, yeah, understand what he absolutely. sounds absolutely. Like? Thank you, Steven. That is not what we need on this show. Oh my no, God, we do, we do. Can you uh, do the but, news in a skeleton voice? Oh God, this is getting worse and worse. <laughs> uh, but yeah, John Michael Thor being an archangel was definitely not on my bingo card of expected no. endings to this movie, but I'm glad it was what it was. And Hyderberg, you used a word in your review that I totally agree with, and that was charm. Mm. Um, I think it was it was a very charming film. Like yeah. it really was. Um, I think you're gonna say penis. <laughs> it was also a very charming penis. Yes, yes. it was. It's also a very penis <laughs> film. So <laughs> it was a very penis <laughs> film. I, yes, I, like like the choice of uh, armor that he <laughs> switched to was. I loved weird. it. He did as a D and D guy. It makes sense, John. He's like a barbarian. He, barbarians yeah. don't wear armor. Sure. Okay. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be able to breathe. In order, yeah, in order to rage, he needs his his shirt off. <laughs> That's a fair point. Fair enough. All right. But honestly, I, I would definitely rewatch this movie and I kind of feel like I, I would maybe enjoy it more on repeat. Jacqueline, I've this. never seen this movie. I've never heard of this movie, but it was okay. I want Joe Bob to cover this movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or I want to do a live watch where we watch it with somebody else and we can just make fun of it in the in the text. Like how about this? Guy? That would be fun. I wish we had all watched it together somehow. Oh, that would have been really yeah. fun to have that a watch party. Sometime. That'd be great. Well, yeah. Can we do that sometime? Just have a yeah. watch party? Yeah. yeah. I would be yeah. up for that. We'll do Zoom. Yeah. Watch it. Yeah, we could put it on both of our channels or something. That'd be really fun. That would That'd be, be sweet. awesome. Take some mushrooms. No, I'm sorry. Ah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that took a turn. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, you can do that. I'll sniff so, a bunch of scented candles. It's, <laughs> take some cocaine. We'll you'll be asleep in 15 minutes. Yeah, cocaine and rock and roll, bro. Yeah, you'll be yeah. asleep before you know it. Yeah, and rock and roll. This is what you hear from me. <laughs> John, then you would miss Bazoom o'clock. Yeah, Bazoom o'clock, bro. You got to yep. wake up. Set your clock to 220. Damn, we should actually That's do it that. Is. No, we should do a live watch of this movie with Spoils of horror. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be fun. Or yeah, let's do the sequel. We should watch. I was the about sequel. to say that too. Yep. Do we that. can do a double yeah. feature. Yeah. We're in. Any good guys? We're in. Like, <laughs> as far as like any good, like the way this is any good. I, uh, <laughs> contrary to the name of our show, don't want to spoil anything for you. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Thank you. All right. All right. Uh, you guys exactly. want to hear a little trivia? Yeah. I'd love to yeah. hear. I've kind of sprinkled in a lot of my trivia through. Well, not a lot, but a little bit of my trivia throughout. There's not much. Um, unfortunately, I was kind of disappointed. I was hoping there would be kind of more stuff like behind the scenes stuff out there. I didn't I didn't find too much. Um, 
so the the random woman that we've never seen before who shows up yeah. in the bathroom to try to seduce uh what's his name the australian guy um, that is yeah that is john michael thor's wife in real oh. life i don't know why it's a person that we've never seen before and never <laughs> see again but that's who she is because he promised he had- his wife she'd have a part in the movie that's why yes just like he had Rock's some nice presumes though i'll say that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um the film was originally titled the edge of hell Yes, it was. But producers chose to retitle it Rock and Roll Nightmare to help sell the film on the video market. This was a straight-to-video release, and so they thought it would be more appealing to video-buying audiences. So, What happens when you have yeah. Mormons running the show? I actually, I had that in my notes, too, because I was like, oh, this film's got two names. That's always a good sign of like true cinematic. Uh, <laughs> yes. Excellent. Because when a film has more than one name out on the market, it's always good. Mm-hmm. You mean like Killer Workout? Yeah. And aerobics. Yeah. (laughs) For a minute, I was like, did I put on the wrong movie? Because I they had the little intro scene and then it was like Edge of Hell. It's a title card. I'm like, oh shit. I like I like backed out of Amazon for a second and I was like, did I pick the wrong thing? Jacqueline Hyderberg, have you guys seen Aerobicide yet? No, I haven't. I haven't listened to that episode yet because of that. Oh, really? I listen to their episodes even when I no, I want to watch that film so I get all the jokes. Steven Leo, should they watch it? Aerobicide. I mean, if, if you guys ever, so sometimes we do movie trains with other podcasts where like they give us a movie to cover and we cover that. If we ever did that, I would give you aerobicide 100%. Okay. It it is. It's a, it's, I mean, John, you've seen it. It's, I have, you'll laugh a lot. I'll say this much. Uh, when this episode's over, I got to go do my workout and I'm already set for it. (laughs) Oh my God. So, so, okay. So, so, so a little ex- explanation. So that is a, uh, so that shirt is a, is a birthday present that I got Leo. So for, so for your audience that, uh, hasn't, hasn't seen aerobicide or doesn't know what's happening right now. So aerobicide takes place in a, uh, it's a slasher that takes place in a gym and it's about all the people that are working out there getting killed. And it takes a place at a place called like Rhonda's gym or something. Very esoteric movie. I found for Leo's birthday a tank top that said Rhonda's workout. And it, it John is dying right now. But the best part is when I gave it to him, I did this like speech that was like, that was like, hey, you're a really good friend. And I wanted to get you a shirt from a movie that you really care about. And then the really then the reveal was that it was Rhonda's workout. You thought it was like an omen shirt or something. And yeah, he better be the mist. He kept going on about I got this in a size I don't know that's gonna fit, but I want you to have it anyway, which is why I did this reveal on the show tonight. Just this first time he's seen me in it. I dig it. <laughs> I want to see you tear it off like the Hulk. Like I'm not ruining this. Are you like kidding? Thor. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put a photo of this on Instagram at some point with Leo in oh, this yeah. uh, Rhonda's workout shirt. So Do that's it. what's going on right now. How in the hell did you find that shirt? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> oh my uh, god, you're you a good watch- gift giver, Stephen. Yes. Very thoughtful. Watch- I try. Mm-hmm. You're gonna watch this movie. Oh my god, Aerobicide. I love y'all's friendship, by the way. I, I Robicide or friend. Killer Workout? <laughs> Seriously, it, where, it would be. I would, I would love to see you guys do that show. It, it's finally. Uh, it's on YouTube. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Another was, mark of fine quality. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Steven, when you, is it, yes, is it, is it the the actual cut of the movie where it like like does the blue like uh, block out thing on YouTube? I don't remember. Uh, Leo, do you remember? No, but I I'm think he's I think he's looking it up right now. Um, yeah, I I don't remember. But a, a, another movie that has like a soundtrack that is very 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 uh funny because it was clearly created for the movie and they have a song in it called aerobicide yeah, that is nice. literally like the lyrics yeah. are you work out until you die yep and oh yeah. my, like so many like who talks or whatever joe bob says talks. who talks you talk but yeah that, that would be another great one that if we ever wanted to do a watch party together something that like would that would be that would be I, very I am fun. Down. I am down, y'all. Yeah. Can we it all would... wear a Robicide shirt like Leo has? Yeah, we can all have bandana. Like We can all have like a like workout bands, bands on our heads. And... I was yeah. looking around everywhere to try and find one that I could wear tonight for you. <laughs> I think I actually legit have a pair of leg warmers. <laughs> I think I have some. I will wear them. Well, Oh, my we God, have... John. <laughs> John has adjusted his wardrobe. I did not. I, I moved <laughs> into it. a uh, kind of a halter top type of thing. Oh, I don't know what wait, just happened. John, John looks super sexy. Well, I, we've said this on your show now, so we got to do a watch party at some point. Yes. All right. Yeah. It will happen. Yes, absolutely. Come on, guys. Oh, by the way, we're going to do the, in, the incestor. <laughs> Yeah, I want to. I want to do that too. I want to have a watch but party. And watch double feature, all the interloper it. or whatever it's called. The, oh, oh god! Damn. We, we do the live watch party for the sequel to this film, and we do uh, the other one is the next show for you guys for Aerobicide. Yes. Okay. I, I love the idea that when we do this, we all watch a movie called The Intercessor, and <laughs> Hyderberg watches a movie called The Incestor. Yeah, I had to find mine on different means. I couldn't find it on all the streaming sites. Heidelberg is like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I loved this movie. <laughs> I'm horn up. Far with the ant. Nine out of ten. And the nephew and the ant. Oh my god. The nephew and the ant. Oh, for God's Jesus sake. Christ. It had a great story. <laughs> <laughs> the acting was super. Acting was really good. And the oh, soundtrack. Shit. Oh, uh. okay. Anyway, my last piece of trivia about this movie that we just covered is that it was shot in seven days. Big surprise. The end. No way. Yeah, I would have assumed at least a film of this caliber was shot in nine days, at least. No, no. You'd be wrong, I would my never friend. Guessed seven days. I would say 15 days. There was at least three yeah. days spent just on the van and then the <laughs> circling that they were doing uh, in their fight at the end. And then three more days for all the sex scenes and then one day for everything else. <laughs> you, you really believe it took them three days to do the sex scenes? Well, the shots were just so fucking long. Long they like were. Three yeah. hours, maybe. but <laughs> They just let the camera... Just improv. That, <laughs> just that improv. shower sex scene was so uncomfortable. I, I was just like, oh, hey. Ooh, uh, uh, all right. They were just rubbing their chests against each other. They were. That's all they were doing. He oh. was very free and easy with the tongue as well. Yeah. <laughs> he was. So I just want to see a super cut of this movie where all the scenes just play out of Thor acting all of it out, all of it out without anybody actually there. Like in his mind. So it's just him in the shower going, and nobody's there. It's just... And talking to his band and like, yeah, but there's nobody dinner. there because. He made them all up. <laughs> they died in some at some time way before this that we're not aware of. 
that needs to be a special feature on the new like 4k release that's, yeah, that's that needs to be the special feature that could have been the moment where like beelzebub is like he's been told everything and then he like remembers back yeah and then you just <laughs> yeah, yeah. see thor yes. doing all this stuff by yes. himself which helps out with the Shyamalan Shyamalan type twist at the end where we're like oh wait yes. a minute that's why he was by himself in this scene washing the dishes handing he was just handing dishes out to nobody and they're like they're crashing on the, the floor <laughs> <laughs> he's just like oh here's this one Jeff, that's why the farmhouse right. looks so trashed at the end of the 10 years <laughs> yeah. it's been there all this time hey man i'll come back for you oh my god it's going towards <laughs> that guy <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, your that's why you're right that's why you're right. This is going to be better on a second viewing because it's like the sixth sense. Everything <laughs> yes. will come together. <laughs> I clearly. <laughs> oh, Jeff. Career. Yeah. This is the film that we have this to think. This was the twist that inspired him. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, my God. All right. I wanted well, him to actually, when he transformed, I wanted him to say, like, I kick ass for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> In his bad Australian accent. Yeah. I kick ass for the Lord. So I was telling Jacqueline and John before you guys got on, there's actually on Amazon, there's uh, this version of the film. There's a riff tracks version you can rent. And then there's also a documentary based on the Thor character, the guy who plays Thor and like his career. I've got to watch all these things. Yeah. So like, I guess he kind of like, he gave up on stardom for a long time. He kind of got out of shape and he looks totally different, but then he kind of like got back into it. And he thought about like, do I want to, do I want to get back into this character? You're saying much like the other Thor, he got into dad bod mode. Yeah, he did. (laughs) And then now he's back in God mode. God God mode. They show his wife too. So what was the point of his like like thong thing that he wore? It was just protection. You have to watch yeah, it's it's protection. John, have you ever been kicked uh, in the balls? Uh, no, I haven't. Well, imagine Protect that if you had studs on it now, and then like the guy who kicked you, you know, Beelzebub has only got two moves: throwing yeah. those starfish and ball kicks. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. And he took both of those away from him. the 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 ball kick. <laughs> That's yeah. that's why Beelzebub didn't have any moves after that. He could just yeah, he rips the starfish right. in half. He does. Yeah, and yeah. protects his groin with the spiky thing. Well, yeah. like ripping the starfish in half—that was the gore of the movie, right? Yeah, it was like tearing into a Stretch Armstrong. That's exactly it was. What it was. It was. Which Thor's character himself was based after Stretch Armstrong, anyway. So. Well, there you go. Well, the seductress lady in the bathroom, she kind of vomited up some blood and stuff when she was in monster face mode yeah it was the worst use of pizza sauce i've ever it like, seen <laughs> it was like marinara complete waste <laughs> well I see. oh so i forgot to mention the budget for this movie was fifty two thousand dollars. oh wow so, i literally thought you how much of that was spent on bazoos <laughs> yeah it's about fifty thousand higher than i thought it would be <laughs> but you well, know the so there were some constraints 14 grand, yeah. right? there were that some constraints yeah they spent no. fifty thousand and seven days on this. <laughs> wow, that's that's what they did. Oh boy, how much of that was coke? <laughs> a lot. Well, none because they would have been too tired to film. Yeah, yeah I need to start making movies. That's uh... Thor's hair took a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> it was the eighties. It was a ton of hairspray. It was... Yeah, it's five thousand right know, there. Man, he pulled it off effortlessly. Honestly, if somebody gave me fifty-two thousand dollars, I don't think I think I would make a worse movie. Honestly, so. 
There are worse I give them credit. Higher budget. So I give credit to anybody who week. makes a thing. You know. Yeah, but we talk a lot point. about that on our show too. Where you know, like a, a bad movie, a bad movie is not like a cardinal sin. You know, like you made a bad movie, it happened, and making a movie is still better than not making one. I think Uncle Lloyd is an allegory. Agreed. I love Uncle Lloyd. He's my buddy. We have not seen Al- Allegoria. I'm assuming, Leo, you haven't seen it. Uh, but I did listen to your episode on it. And boy, does that make me not want to see it. <laughs> of course it does. You spoiled everything by watching the, the listening to the episode first. Oh, this is a thing that Hyderberg and I, I constantly have. Where he gives me <laughs> shit. I listen to your show. I give you downloads. And I'm you kidding. give me shit for listening to, <laughs> to them when I haven't seen the movie. Hyderberg, like, what the fuck? I like... I I've seen movies based on your guys' recommendations. There was like one or two movies where I was like, "No, nah, bro, you should really watch the movie first, though, because it's a even." Good- I'm with you, man. Spoilers don't bother me at all. Yeah, they don't. Bo- they don't bother. Yeah, me. I listen to y'all's episodes before I've seen the movie half the time. Yep. So, yep. Hyderberg, like, you can't dictate how somebody watches a movie or how somebody right. listens to our show. Yeah. The spoiler warning is a spoiler warning, not a spoiler like mandate. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking to the wrong guys when it comes to spoils. <laughs> it's not like I tell everybody that. I'm talking personally it's with in Steven. the title of our show. <laughs> I just any opportunity I have to give Hyderberg shit, I will I will happily dish it out. Yeah, I saw your Instagram post today. <laughs> Did you like that? Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. yeah I said him. I said that we were very excited to uh, be on the show with the incredible John and Jacqueline. Oh, <laughs> and Hyderberg will be there too. Yeah. <laughs> No. Oh Lord, I need to get on there and give that a like. <laughs> anyway. Who's writing the poem next week? Which one are you guys? They're not your competition, Hydraberg. These two are. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think this was a very, very good discussion. I loved yeah. talking about this movie with you guys. And honestly, I'm really, really glad that you suggested it because I had a great time with it. This is now like in my rotation of films. I mean, it's a big rotation, but it's in my rotation. Like it will be watched again. So I appreciate you guys turning us on to that. Um, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. So Jacqueline. well, thank you for having us because again, I, I don't want to turn it into a love fest, but you know, we're honest fans. I look forward to you guys every week. I, uh, again, I was very, I've, I've, hyped up some of your episodes before your session nine one which is a movie that you guys actually don't know this when you covered it it made me go fuck now i have to push it back because we were actually <laughs> going to do it like uh, like yeah. it was actually really close leo doesn't even know that it was Straight chilling bro- covered it right after that too i i noticed that i noticed yeah. that and uh i was like fuck i have to push it back because i have a i i love that movie and i think i told you guys it was shot near where leo and i live um yeah, I'm was, still waiting for those pictures, Stephen. I wanted to go uh, take some like gorilla style photos of what I actually have friends. If I get that, uh, I actually have friends. <laughs> I actually have friends who what? have those photos. I know it's fucking crazy. Um, it's wild, but uh, that have photos from before they tore it down. Um, yeah. At the risk cool. of uh, saying this every time we get together, I do want to share Stephen's sentiments. I don't do the social media as often or as well as he does, and we don't chat there as much, but. Definitely huge fan. Definitely grateful to be here with you guys again. It's always a delight to spend the time with you. Thank you so much. We love you guys too. And we are also genuine fans of yours. And we um, 
you know, you're, you're friends of the show. Like you're, you're part of our guest, you know, cadre or whatever melange. the word is. Melange. Yes. Agreed. What if we, I, I'm going to throw this out there and you guys want to do session nine. What if we all do a, a live watch party together so you can throw it on your podcast? I would love to do something like that. We yeah. could, we could absolutely do something like that. That would be a lot of fun. Yep. And since we edit it, we'll just edit Hyderberg out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just don't need to show up then. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just oh, kidding. Geez. We, we think we love you guys. Hyderberg. We would miss your truly flavor Hyderberg. I know. Absolutely. I mean, I could come on and do really shitty Skeletor impersonations the entire time. If you want. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, damn. What? Sick burn, bro. <laughs> we make the same jokes on our own show that Leo's going to just edit me out one day. <laughs> I think it's for our 50th uh, episode. It's going to happen. It's yeah. just going to be the I'll Leo go, show. I'll, I'll go back and listen. I'll be like, wait a minute. I don't remember Leo and Jacqueline talking the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that reminds me. I was going to ask you guys, because I, I have been worried and I'm going to continue to be worried through the rest of the year that due to my movie picks on this show, that John and Heidelberg are going to kick me off the show. So if that happens. Can I come be on your show? You guys take me in. Absolutely. Little Absolutely. straight. Little straight Actually, podcaster. it's going to be a fair trade because Steven's been threatening to get rid of me forever. So, <laughs> wait, Leo, I thought you were part of our show already. <laughs> yeah, that was one. That was one of our uh, on our on our two parter episode. Uh, we uh, we hinted to our crowd that Leo was quitting and going over to. Uh, <laughs> cut above he's had I'm it with going, all your yeah. shit steven he said i'm going to the only show that's better than ours a cut above. <laughs> wow i don't remember yeah. that line it's yeah. so weird i i edited it out you want me to send the clip to you i can <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it was a cuck above i don't know <laughs> one of those yeah, called the cuck above mm. they're all the same it's awesome. suddenly i want some coffee all right well fellas it's been awesome John Hyderberg, what do we have coming up for next week? I guess this is Hyderberg's pick. So next Heidelberg, week is my pick. Yeah. What is it going to be? Uh, we're going back to some sort of semblance of like a podcast that has good taste in horror movies, and oh, we're going to do. Wow. We're going to do, do the Nighthouse from twenty twenty one. Ooh. Hyderberg, I, I had no idea you were such a snob. I'm not. I'm just. I know. We did Allegory last week. This movie was definitely fun, though. Allegory last week was kind of a bummer for me, but it was a good. Oh, God damn it. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was pretty bad. John. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. So next week, the night house from 2020, correct? Yeah. Uh, 2021. 2021. Sorry. Okay. All right. The night house from 2021. Um, do you know if that's streaming anywhere for free? I didn't check. I think it's on Amazon prime for free. Okay. Um, I bought the blu-ray. So got that Ooh, sitting fancy. on my shelf. I don't know. It's not 4K or anything, but you know. Although what's the not standard? Not as fancy as you, Hydroberg. Um, all right. So next week we'll be moving into some different territory, moving into a different uh decade from this week. The Night House starring what's her name? Rebecca Hall. Yeah, it says uh Hulu and uh HBO Max. It's okay. Hulu, HBO Max. So if you have one of those services, check it out. In the meantime, if you'd like to share your thoughts about Rock and Roll Nightmare, aka Edge of Hell with us, 
um, or you'd like to preemptively share your thoughts about the night house, you can email us at a cut above horror review at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cut above horror. You can catch us on Instagram at a cut above one word dot horror underscore review. Stephen and Leo, where can they find you? you we are on all major podcasting platforms. It spoils a horror. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. Search for spoils of horror on all social medias. There you go. And we, all, we are on Facebook. Uh, cut above colon or review. And thank you so much for all the very kind five star reviews on Spotify. And uh, was that iTunes? No. Mm-hmm. Apple uh, podcast. No. Apple. All right. Yep. So keep them coming. Keep them coming for uh, uh, spoils of horror too. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go check if them you're out not- if you haven't. If you're not already listening to Spoils of Horror, I guarantee you will not regret listening. Agreed. Do it. Agreed. Now. Obey. Obey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, fellas, John Hydraberg, I will see you guys back here next week while we talk about the Night House. And keep Bye. it creepy, He-Man. <laughs> <laughs>